Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. They are Stymie and Guru. Yeah. On 95.7 The Game. Oh, third time is the charm, Bay Area. In 2021... They went down to SoFi, couldn't come away with the win. Last year, NFC Championship didn't go their way. But this year, it's the Niners' season. 17-point comeback, NFC champions, and the 49ers are on their way to Vegas. What's going on, everyone? Evan Giddings in for Matt Steinmetz. Steiny! a very special edition of Steiny and Guru. We got a special We got a special guest in the house, Uh none other than Lorenzo (laughs) Neal himself. Viva Las Vegas! Viva! I'm here, What's baby. Up, Lowe? I get to hang out with the guys, no man. Doubt, I'm excited, man. brother. Excited, man, to be able to talk sports, be able to just hang out with you guys, man. So good to see you guys, man. You look pretty in the face, <laughs> slim in the waist. All, got that Denzel, got that nice wave. Y'all know Guru stay fresh and stay fresh oh, and clean. Boy. My man. Evan, can I because you two were at the game. Can I just tell oh, yes, sir. Beyonce, take a seat, take a playoff. Because Destiny's Child is no longer. Destiny's team is the 49ers. That's the only way you can explain what... Yeah, I've been working on that. I like that. That's what popped off the last two weeks. (laughs) How do you win that game yesterday? Hey, what you see? Because then I'll I'll lay in, but I want to first let me me tell me what happened. Well, first of all, that was one of the most, if not the most, electric atmospheres for a sporting event that I have witnessed with my own two eyes because they went from dead to alive. It was like watching a a resurrection. It was like watching what happened to Frankenstein. Yeah, It was like the 49ers got defibrillated around the third quarter (laughs) and the Detroit Lions had nothing for them. It was an amazing turnaround down 24 to 7 at the half. People are walking around despondent on the hallways wondering what's going on. on? Who is this team? They can't stop a leak. What is going on here? And then all of a sudden yelling, screaming. All of a sudden, right? Oh, it was, dude, people were ready for blood. They were ready to go home. Forget this. It was like, it oh, was, wow. It was absolutely crazy, absurd how it was. Put it this way, Evan, and I'll let you as I interject. It was so quiet in there at the ha- right before halftime when, when they went down and scored, kicked that extra field goal. It was so quiet that I heard a noise, and I said, let me look. And I looked over in the corner, was it? and I saw, and I heard a noise, and it was a mouse pissing on a sponge. That's how quiet it was wow. in that place. I'm going to give you a two. <laughs> I'm serious, yeah. though. No, Shout out Echo. He's, he's, yeah. he's not lying. I mean, down after, and that's, that's why after the game, too, I mean, people looked like 
just like they they caught the Holy Ghost. Wow, man. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> what do you know about the Holy Ghost? Shout out the Sabbath. On Sunday, they were in the building in the church of football. They caught the Holy Ghost, and the 49ers found a way to survive yeah. and advance for the second consecutive time in the postseason this year. Brock Purdy orchestrates a second half that was completely different than the first half. The defense found a way to show up. They got some incredible breaks. Dan Campbell, who we're going to get into, opened the door for oh, him. Boy. In multiple ways, and it doesn't matter. It really, it doesn't matter because the 49ers are going to Super Bowl 58. And the, you know what, Evan? The biggest compliment I could give to the San Francisco 49ers, and Lo, you played the game, there's no apologies for winning playoff games. There are none. And today, I'm, I'm just, I'm not, ne- just shout out Steiny. I ain't negative by nature, but I want to start with the bad, but I can't because they got through it. Down 17, quiet as a church mouse. We know who was using the restroom, but Lo, you pulled it out. Brock Purdy, just I'll start there. He could have mentally went in the tank, yeah. and it wasn't just his fault. The defense, I need you guys to walk me through what adjustments they made, but uh, Evan just mentioned Dan Campbell. He tricked that one away, but who cares? The Niners are now within range of getting that six Lombardi, and it's uh, Kevin Costner revenge, because uh. you lost to Mahomes <laughs> nice. and the Fat Man back in 19, and now you got action to go, to go make it right. No question. I, I tell you, at halftime, there was something that happened, I believe. And I, I, my man, you ready? Or not ready? Okay, this is <laughs> what happened, guys. Don't stop believing. That's what happened at halftime, guys. Appreciate you. You're all right, my man. That was a little low production. I had to let you guys know. Well, you know, you know. So, but no. Remy goes to Spadoni. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it was, you got to realize, it was hard not to stop believing. Oof. Like you said, you're down 17. It was the way score. you got down low. Exactly. And it didn't seem like there was no savior. Wow. It wasn't like Superman was coming into the stadium. It wasn't like you had any kryptonite for Detroit. <laughs> it wasn't like there was some great scheme and they just had a, a busted play. They took the ball, Guru, and they just ran it down their throat. They threw it down their throat. There was no pressure on the quarterback. Golf looked Montana ass. Mm-hmm. Had time in the pocket. You know, it was just, it was just, a, it was just the Niners were a step behind, and it did not look like there was any sight of help. Wow, man, no, I'm with you. Look, I talked to Fred Warren in the locker room after the game, and Ooh. it was like you did a good question too. Yeah, well, because I was trying to figure it out, like. That physicality, what what happened? Did, did you feel it? Did it impress itself upon you? And he's like, we came out, we thought we were hot, we thought we were on fire, and they just kicked our ass in the first half. I mean, seriously, you're exa- that was about as perfect from Detroit's no. standpoint of an offensive game plan as you can run the first half. They had, I think, nine first downs on passes, mm. nine first downs on runs. They converted five of their first eight on third down. They were moving the ball up and down the field. And, and low. I'm sure you've been a part of this, too. There, I can't imagine there's a more dominating and, conversely, demeaning feeling mm. to when you line up and you say, we're going to run the ball, and the opposing team right. 
cannot do anything about it. It That's felt the like way it felt like in the first half. JV. Yes. And lo, we hadn't talked. Evan and I still, I hadn't processed what Green Bay and, and Jones were able to do on the ground, but it was over, right? So right. kickoff comes. I'm like, oh boy. Just like Evan asked Warner after the game, I said, they're about to the Niner defense open up a can of kick ass and to watch Jamison Williams look like Flash Gordon. Shout out DC Comics. I was sitting up there like it's fourteen nothing. Like low. I don't. I still don't know how the, how Detroit went away from the run. But Niner fans are saying thank you, thank you, Dan Campbell, for all the buffoonery you did. But to Evans' point. It looked like JV versus Varsity. They did exactly what Green Bay did, only they got touchdowns. Ooh, yeah, wow. they did. And that's the biggest thing. Last week, Green Bay couldn't score the touchdown. Okay. They was kicking field goals. Yep. Detroit came in and said, we're getting touchdowns. We're not just going to settle for three. And it was like, okay, can the Niners hold them? And they could not hold them. And it was interesting just watching this team run the sweep play. Mm. They would block down on Chase. And, and you know what? And you know you Bosa kept crashing. Bosa oh, kept crashing, yeah. trying to make a play, come underneath it, trying to come and getting sometimes they get caught up. But the biggest thing is like when you look at this team and you think about the money that they spent for this defensive mm. front, and you go out in, in free agency or not free agency, but right before the trade deadline, you said we have to go get someone to help Bosa, and that's Chase. And I know that you know Chase have to watch this film, and he, you know, he's got to be hearing a lot of the footsteps, and got to be hearing a lot because he's not getting it done. I saw a play where the tight end and the tackle took him and, and just threw him on the ground, out of out of position, getting twisted up, doesn't have balance, doesn't play with hips, doesn't play with the low center mm. of gravity, creating a new line of scrimmage, doesn't set a hard edge, and you saw him. They were blocking him down. Now you pull the backside guard or pull the fullback, and now you had a lane. The receiver was blocking the corner out. The safety had to come down and had to come down in space, and you had a guy clearing. There was gapping holes. The Niners could not, and because you couldn't turn it in, now Fred Warner couldn't necessarily get through the line of scrimmage. They couldn't run over, and they were pushing the lineman up, so you couldn't run over the hump, mm. so you couldn't come down at an angle because they were pushing the new line of scrimmage, so he would get bubbled and have to bubble bevel over the top. You were getting crushed on defense. And this is a crazy, Evan, because the defense supposed to be the heart of this team. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be the heartbeat of this team. But two weeks in a row, a team has taken the open kickoff and converted yeah. into points. Mm -hmm. And dominate this 49ers defense. Steining Guru, evident for Steining with special guest Lorenzo. He's Lorenzo Neal here all four hours with you on Steining Goo. And we do want to hear from Yay! you at 888-957-9570. Whether you were at the game, whether you're at home, you know, chattering, uh, fingernails were going out left and right <laughs> because you were so nervous about that first half. And that's what, what, what we're kind of talking about and setting up here. All of those factors you talked about, Low, made the comeback. So incredible and so immediate and so much of a 50-50 flip. Like the script in, I would say, two minutes of game time absolutely turned. And if for you, you have a moment where you felt like the Niners grabbed it or the Lions gave it, we want to hear from you, 888-957-9570, because I also think it points to the larger takeaway for me, which was for a second consecutive game, guys, we saw a tale of two purdies. We saw a tale of two halves nice. from Brock Purdy. Yep. Because in Green Bay, he was largely ineffective, inefficient through three quarters, had the game-winning drive of his life. 
Another fourth quarter comeback for Brock Purdy against the Detroit Lions. Two in the same postseason run. And this guy in the second half, 13 of 16, 174 yards and a touchdowns. And he used his legs. And I thought that is where he snatched the hearts of Detroit. And part of the reason, alongside the fans, which were absolutely electric, why they wilted, why they got rattled, and why they're going home. Yeah, no doubt. And it, the 21-yard scamper after it looked like he was going to be sacked for 8 or 10 yards. I'm talking about Brock Purdy. No question. Like, he right. could have went into the mental tank. And he we've could've. seen it from other quarterbacks throughout the playoffs. But I'll say this. Brandon Ayuk is special. And let me tell you why he's special. And I heard Bonte use this as an example. And I thought it was spot on. Uh, the Lynn Swan catch. That catch where it looked like it was going to be an interception to not give up on the play one, and two, just have that ballerina-esque um, the, the aspect to your game because he's bouncy. The concentration there, that to me where I was like, uh-oh, okay, something's happening here, Buffalo, Buffalo Springfield. But Ayuk's special. He had the big third and five last week in the rain low. But to, to stay locked in, we can call it fluke or what have you, he concentrated. The good ones do that. That was a big play. And then I'm going to give Kyle credit because I can tell you ten things I didn't like Kyle that he did. But that opening uh, possession – after halftime, he could have panicked and went Dan Campbell and said, we're down 17, I'm not going to take three. Lowy took three to live another day. Let's get some points. Yeah, we wanted seven, but to kick that field goal, let you know, I ain't – I ain't super panicked. Right. And we saw what Campbell mm-hmm. did in his math up there right now on the TV. Cost his team, man. So kudos to Kyle yeah. for yeah. thinking the law play. We're going to take three. We wanted seven, but it ain't over. Uh, Guru, I, I, you know, you always give me props. You you know, you always talk about, oh, low, one of the best fullbacks. You, you talk good, Evan. You I guys, mean it. Evan, you always, hey, low, what good up, fullback and all like, this stuff. But why, aren't you guys, but, 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 but why aren't you guys, but why? But why are we talking about the man? Why? Why aren't you guys said anything? We've been in this show now for 17 Uh-oh. minutes, and you guys haven't mentioned a name. Haven't mentioned that was critical in this game. That was had that had key moments that turned that took the pacifist out of his head. Come on, and there's a guy that you guys are talking about that had some incredible. Incredible plays at crucial times that just, to me, elevated this team. Oh, Jawan Jennings. Oh no, that Uh-oh. was good. But oh no, <laughs> <laughs> what about Hustek, baby? Oh, Give me Jews. some Hustek. Toe tap. Okay, the toe tap. I mean, no, I, 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 I'm a little, yeah. I, you know, I got a little happy because it's a fullback. Starting party got him over the middle though. He rolled left, he looking did. right. Man, the amount of throws he can make across his body when he has some time in Against the pocket. The but mean, that was a big ooh. catch by by Hustek oh, on that yeah. third down. Where, where Purdy's running across yep. and he throws it across him. And, and, and Hushek throws his owner and gives him that window. That one, but the toe tap. It, he had, that was but big. those were some two kind of, you look at where the team was at at that time. I think there were some guys that really just kind of Kept it going. Kept it. Everyone took turns. Jennings, the one-hand catch, Oof. went up there and grabbed that it. That was humongous. The biggest three-yard completion of the day. Right. Oh, my God. It was like, oh, let me Debo this. He got but mossed. But they needed that they, to keep yes, the drive going, yes. man. And, no, and, and, I, and, and he was quiet. But I'm telling you, there's another guy that was quiet, but he kept the chains moving, and it was a spark. Debo. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. I, why? Yeah. No one's. I mean, but even yesterday, put some respect the, on. I his was name. wrong. They do yeah. not win that game if he doesn't play. That, did you see the yeah. way he took? Yeah. I mean, now Especially Ayuk right after halftime. That he part. Was, yeah. That no part. No Ayuk. That that, that that catch was yeah. hell of a catch. I was, that, I mean, him to bounce it off the helmet to keep his eyes concentration, go yeah. down the ball. You know what people calling it low, the fluke. To Ayuk. Evan, is that an original? That is an original. That I saw that, but that's the best I see. That's the best I see. But you're right. He's special, man. He set the tone, man. They hit him on the screen, right? And the dude hit him in the legs and bounced yeah. off, and he picked up 10. He did some plays Love. yesterday that, you, yeah, Ayuk, um, Great unbelievable. Catch. I got you, Love. But what, what Debo did to spark and just say, okay, I'm going to extend plays. Just get, and, and it put Purdy... See, I look at this team. We talked about it earlier. You, I think me and you were talking about mm-hmm. how if you look at McCaffrey and Debo, uh, I can go outside, Guru, you and I, yeah. and on the sidewalk we can get a piece of paper and we can just light it up, right? Yeah. And it'll burn. I think Debo and McCaffrey are the kind of the fire starters. But then, everyone we're talking about, but then if you get that piece of paper and you pour gasoline – how much bigger that fire? And you can probably burn up the whole city just by uh, having gasoline. Mm. And that's what Purdy is. He's the gasoline. But you got—he just not started. It takes those guys to get him going, and then he just ignites. So if you get him going, yeah. and those the fire started, it, it, it's unbelievable what Purdy can do once those guys make him comfortable, and he makes a couple plays. Then this guy, I think his game just goes to the next level. And one thing I got to give you credit for in reference to McCaffrey is you can't think about the rushes. It's about the touches, right? right. It's about what mm. he does, no matter how you can get the ball in his hands. And 20 carries for 90 yards, four and a half a pop might not seem by much. Hard yards, Evan. Hard yards. He was tone setting. He kind of kept them in it in that first half yes. when they could have wilted. Instead, they got a touchdown from him, two scores on the ground. But then, of course, Four catches for 42 yards. I mean, Huge. every time Huge. that Purdy needed somewhere to go with the ball, yes, it was used check on the sideline. Yes, Juwan Jennings went up and plucked that ball Man. out of the air. But Christian McCaffrey has been steady Eddie for this team. And yes, I'm with you. He starts the fire, and then Brock Purdy in that second half just poured gasoline all Low, over it. Low, and you know what, Evan? That's an astute point. And I think about the great Batman. He's got a utility belt, mm. and he's got all kind of different things at his disposal in that utility belt. Sure. And it's like Brock Purdy. And we saw... At one juncture this season, I was sitting up here fat-mouthing, oh, maybe Debo's expendable because I was drunk on McCaffrey. And it wasn't no shade at Debo. No, but it. what Debo means to Purdy, that that that, that uh, safety blanket that safety blanket, and the things I could throw behind the line of scrimmage, I can just let him catch the snap. All that goes together. It's intertwined. And you are right. Debo came out on a mission in the second half. And you could tell Detroit was like, we just don't – you didn't take it to the house, but it's hard to have an answer for 19 problems. But that was big, getting back into their groove. But I will say this to both of you, not being negative. With everything we say the Niners have at their disposal, guys, how are they getting down early? Because it's two weeks in a row, and I know today's not the day for, oh, preview the Chiefs, but it's coming. But, lo, I am shocked. Evan, I am shocked that their pedestrian starts offensively. You were down two scores at home. Right, right. I think a lot of this happens to do, and, and look, I, I think John Lynch in this organization should like today or tomorrow bring his agent in, Brock Purdy's agent, and say, look, this is what we're going to do in two years from now, because we're not going to pay him, because you got too many things, too many holes you're going to have to address. Okay. Yeah. But I'm going to say, 
Here, I'm just going to tell you right now. We're going to defer this money so two years from today, you're going to have 20 million bucks. Put it on layaway. We're going to put it on layaway. Exactly. <laughs> so no matter if you stay here, no matter if it, when free agency comes and you and we think you're too expensive or whatever may happen, in two years, for these three years that they've got the service that they're getting mm -hmm. out of him, I put 20 million away. And so that that's not for the contract coming up. That's just for what he's done because he's way underpaid. Oh yeah, but when you look at Purdy, and that's and so I'm saying that because I think he should be rewarded because I think that this guy has outplayed this contract mm. and did those things. But when you look at him, and people say that I don't think it's me hating because I think that he should get his money. I think that he's a great guy, but it's just it's kind of absurd when we hear Montana s. It's absurd when I hear Steve Young. It's absurd when I say, oh, this guy, look at his ratings and all these different things. Like you just alluded to, you have all these weapons. Tell me why the slow start. Tell me why doesn't it just flow. And it's like this. You can't tell me that if you put Purdy on the Buffalo Bills and said, go win and do what, the, do what Josh Allen did, he's not built that way. Right. Mm -hmm. You couldn't put him on... You couldn't put him on, on, on Baltimore and say, go win in Baltimore because he's not built like that. You couldn't put him on certain uh, the, a lot of these teams and say, the Raiders, and say, go win like that. But that's not his fault it's, nor it's, reality, Lowe. No, it, 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 you're, you're absolutely right. So my point is, is that you see him at times. Purdy is so attention to details, and he's been so trained. My question is, is it sometimes hurt him? And I can see at times it hurt him. Why? Because he understands in Cal Shanahan, RG3, they thought he was the best thing since sliced bread because he was in Shanahan's offense. Even go rookie look, of the year. Rookie of the year. Because look at the system and what it did for him. When he left, what happened? Go look at Matty Ice. Look how good he was already good. Jimmy. Yeah. He, he was already good. But Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Then when he Shanahan came to Atlanta, ATL, MVP. look what he did. Look at Jimmy. So I'm just telling you guys, some of those guys, they could be, and I'm not saying that Purdy is not going to mature into a great quarterback. But right now, the system dictates for him. So you have to realize, when you guys saw last week, when, when, when uh, he had an off game. The interception. Yeah, yeah. Who was it? Was it DB? Savage. Savage. 
Okay, so he dropped it. But yeah. but listen, so you have but you have a dig route, right? Remember, everyone says, "Man, Purdy lets the ball go." The the DB, the receiver's not even coming out of his route yet, and right when he's coming out, the ball's already in the air and it's there. Those to a space because he throws to the spot because he knows the system. He sees it and he says, "I'm throwing to a spot," and that's why the release is quick. That's why he's getting rid of the ball quick because he's throwing to a spot because he knows and trusts his receivers and knows what window's going to be. So now bring in Green Bay. They said, look, that's going to be a hole there. There's going to be a hole there. He's going to see, and he's not going to be ready for the robber. And so he's going to throw it to a spot anticipating We're gonna beat that him there. he's going to beat him there. <laughs> so he's dropping back. Now he throws that to that window, but he's not surveying everything. And now there's a robber right there because he's the system. And that's what I'm saying sometimes hurts him. That's what I'm saying at true. time yeah. hurts him. That, But I'm not saying he's not. But yesterday... What I saw for the first time is he said, okay, that window was closed. Now I'm improvised. I'm taking off. I'm going to play loose football. So yesterday I saw this guy mature more than he's played in the last two two years. Mm. That yesterday game for me was huge because he didn't say, okay, I got to throw to this window. I got to He said, boom, it's taken. And you saw him. He was deliberate yeah. in running. He took off. So at times I do believe because this this because of the system, it's kind of hurting. Wow. And I want to get into that on the other side yeah. because I think there's something you touched on that I find very interesting about the maturation of Purdy, and it's happened so fast. Again, this is just his first full season as a starter. Amazing. And at age 24, he's going to be playing for a chance to win a Super Bowl, the sixth Super Bowl in franchise history for the San Francisco 49ers after they come from behind, down 17 points at the half, and defeat the Detroit Lions 34-31 to yesterday at Levi's Stadium. We're celebrating it. All day long. We got two weeks until the Super Bowl to get you ready, but it starts today. How are you feeling on a victory Monday? What did you take away from that game? Did you take away a rising blood pressure? Did you take away an absolute love for this team? How are you feeling right now? We want to hear from you. 888-957-9570 is the number. Daryl the Guru Johnson, special guest Lorenzo Neal in for all four hours here on Steining Guru. Evan in for Steining. And a reminder that it's a Monster Monday brought to you by First 5 California. Learn four things you can do, you can do to over overcome toxic stress go to first five california.com we're back after this 95 7 the game i'm not a system player i am a system it's the guru steiny guru steiny guru steiny show let's go you like that, Lo? Look at Lo with the victory cigar. The victory cigar. Hey. Look at Lolo. Easy on the sprinkler system. Lo. Oh, boy. Well, I was last week. I was in uh, DR. <laughs> well, my, my, I was in the DR last oh, week. Oh, okay. Dominican Republic. So I spent some time. Got some play the Cubans. Loop? Yeah, so I got some nice Cubans. cigars. Evan, yeah, my yeah. takes are so hot, we might need to sprinkle it. Oh, yeah, okay. Come on, coming off top rope right now. What's up with this swag? He is dripping in system. He dripping in finesse. Yes, so are the 49ers, man, because they are going back to the Super Bowl. Second time in five years they'll be playing for it all. And we got a 2019 rematch against the Kansas City Chiefs as we keep you locked and loaded here on Steiny and Guru. Evan in for Steiny alongside Guru. Lorenzo Neal here all four hours. 888-957-9570 is the number. Lo, I thought you had an interesting point about Brock Purdy. 
right before the break there about how we saw maturation. We saw growth yesterday. I think yes. we've really been seeing it all year, but it is great to watch it manifest itself in the biggest moment because, unfortunately, his predecessor did have problems in those spots. But last night, I saw someone in Brock Purdy that Kyle Shanahan needs mm-hmm. and someone with a little bit of the IDGAF, no matter how bad things are looking, no matter no matter if I throw a pick in the first half right, that I should right, have thrown, sure. I am going to try and empower the rest of my team by putting the ball in positions for players to make plays, whether it's the fluke to Ayuk, whether it's dipping out of the left side, getting the ball mm. to juice on the sidelines, whether it's putting the ball in Debo's hands. This guy is clearly someone that the rest of the team is looking at and it doesn't matter how small he is, how slow he is, how, if people want to come down his road for his arm. This guy is the definition of a leader right now for a football team that is one of two teams left standing. And that, I think, deserves some props. No question. Guru, there was a particular play when he scrambled. He was going down and he spun out of it. What? It looked like Lamar Jackson. Mm. The same play Lamar Jackson, I think, scored on yesterday. Yeah. Purdy spins out of it and takes off. It was unbelievable. Like, watching his effort. See, sometimes people say, man, God, I have to do this. I have to. And it just changes your personality. I have to. Instead of saying, I want to. Mm. See, we, and that's when you, when you take that, take that, oh, instead of putting yourself in that mindset, oh, I have to do this. You put too much pressure. I want to do this. I want this moment. And look like yesterday, Purdy was in that fashion and saying, I want to do this. I put this on me, mm. and you just watch this guy grow in front of your eyes. He said, forget going through and saying, necessarily I'm going to throw to this spot. If that's not, if it's taken away, guess what? I'm going to make something else happen. And i just been waiting for that in the playoffs because Green Bay, that's a game they could have lost. Yesterday was a game they could have lost. But yesterday was, I thought, was a couple defining moments for young Purdy, yeah. and he delivered. And Evan, you spoke on it, Lo. I hear you. Five rushes for 48 yards, and I'm going to put the right on the table early. They needed every one of those 48 yards. I'm sitting there like, okay, is it going to be incomplete, the pass? Or is it going to be complete? But never once in my mind, the guru computer, did I say, he's going to scamper. And, and this was at the end of the game where he broke Detroit down. And there are some people, I'll mention them, out there that didn't like Evan. Oh, they were only down seven points at the end of uh, the game against Green Bay. That wasn't a real comeback. Yesterday, down 17. Kyle didn't flip a spread in the locker room. Purdy, we got his quote saying, what did you do at halftime? He was just like, we got to go back out there and continue to play. But, lo, this thing is headed to a movie script, a la Kurt Warner. I know you got to take care of the Chiefs, Evan. But right now, there, and I'm sitting there looking at you both was he perfect no who is lord jesus is there but at the end of the day he got it done and if he hoist up that trophy because now you got me thinking they owe him some snaps talking about chicken you see what i'm saying what he's done yes Leave that there, goof. Win or loss, you owe your man something. Break it off or put it someone's away. Someone's got to pick up away. a exactly. check. Someone's got to pick thinking, up a check, man. So there's a raise, right? That's all. Though. But, yes. yo, if he gets this done, Evan, and we're in two weeks talking about the Brock Purdy, a Super Bowl winner, Dude. Disney, Paramount, whoever, a movie's coming. Without a doubt, a movie's coming. When you think When you think about this, when you look at Jordan Love, first-round pick, mm-hmm. you look at Go golf. <laughs> one, one. First round pick. Yeah. Number one. You look at Mahomes. Was he early first, second or first? Tenth overall. Tenth first, overall. First, first, first round, round pick. pick. Think about what this guy, Mr. Irrelevant, 
is playing three quarterbacks that are in first round, and he has a chance to. Does this now the goat? Yeah, with Patty. Was does this turn? The way we view drafting does this. If if Purdy succeeds in this, Mister Irrelevant, if he succeeds and he says, because you look at running backs, you know what they don't say. You can pick one in the fifth round. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Running, they they said they don't have value. They don't put value on the running back position. Right. Now, does this change the way you value the quarterback, or is it because the quarterback is the face of your team? You always going to say, "I'm going to make. I'm going to pick early because I want this guy a high draft pick to be my face of the team." Because you know, now you're looking at this and you're saying, "Look at the development of some of these guys that were picked in the latter rounds." And they're playing pretty decent. So does this, just a question to you guys, does this turn the way you view the quarterback position? It's a copycat league, I'll say that. But I do think the quarterback position is always going to be important. We'll always see, I mean, we're going to see two at the top of the draft this year. But I do think we will see more teams try and swing in those later rounds just to see what might be able to be unearthed. Because you might find a Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. That could be the quarterback of a Super Bowl winning team. And look what it does for your team. I'm sorry, Google, no, but look what, it, look what it does for your team in cap space yeah. for the future for those five years. And that's why you need to, it's imperative that they cash in on this opportunity again to do this with a, a guy on his rookie deal being Brock Purdy. We saw it with Russell Wilson, but again, I'm just being honest. That's our job. And Shasky and Bonte did a great job at the game for me, guys, yesterday. They were at the game. You guys were, too. But they, they, they didn't go homer in regard to they shared, not insecurities, Shasky was saying at, at halftime, and, and I appreciated it. Like, if that kept up, we might be in here talking about Kirk Cousins. We might be talking about Bill Belichick. Like, all that was on the table. So when you talk to me about Brock Purdy, I'm nobody can stop me. I'm Ray Lewis in regard to giving credit where credit is due. But, lo, I'm looking at you and Evan like I still am undecided if he's Joe Burrow or Peyton Manning for the next eight years and how much of his success is tied into Kyle. So that's no shade at all, but those thoughts go through my mind and they go through my mind thicker when he messes up and throws interception and you're sitting there watching that game yesterday 24-7 because you two can back me up. They blow that game yesterday and he didn't have his best game or he didn't lead him down. We're talking about a whole different theme, Evan. Maybe I'm wrong for that. That's Daryl the Guru Johnson. Evan Giddings in for Matt Steinmetz in a very special Victory Monday edition. Lorenzo kneeling with us all four hours. And we want to open up the phone lines to you. 888-957-9570 is the number. This is a chance to come together, celebrate a win as the 49ers are headed to their second Super Bowl in the last five seasons. Let's start with Doug in Wichita. has been hanging on the line patiently. What's going on, Doug? How we doing, my man? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Hello, Neil. Man, I love watching you play back in the day, brother. Well, I appreciate you. You sound like a good fella. I need to get together with you and grab a couple cold beers. Hell. Uh, oh, damn, man. Don't go like that with me now. <laughs> well, cut my legs oh, off and call man. me shorty. You, you all right you with me? You sound like a good old boy. You know I am. I'm from Lee. Hey, I'm, right, hey, I'm from hey, Leemore, California. <laughs> hey, man, I'm down. I'm from Kansas, born and bred. It's all good. So... Man, there's so much I want to talk about the game, but like I told the call screener, I've got an anecdotal story that just makes you feel good. Me and all my kids, except for one who was homesick with her husband, were watching a ball game last night. We're pulling for the 49ers, baby. My eight-year-old son looks up and he goes, Dad, at halftime, Dad, we're going to lose this one, aren't we? I said, buddy, it don't look good, but it's a whole other half. And I look back at the TV, 
and something clicked in my mind. I looked back at him. I said, son, you don't have your gear on, man. Get your Niner gear. He goes, he gets his hoodie. He gets his hat on. Kickoff comes. We take the game over. And I said, son, look what you did, baby. You brought the mojo, baby. He's like, yeah, we got it, Dad. We got it. Man, I started doing my whole wrestling bit. We're going to raise the roof and set the place on fire because fans like you, fans like me, and the whole fans around the world for the Niners just set this thing off. And we're going to the Super Bowl, baby. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Bang, bang. That was awesome. Niner fans stand up. They got to feel good. Out in Kansas, out in Wichita, or right here in the city. Let's keep this thing rolling. 888-957-9570. Phil Mo, Mike. Mike. Up next here on 95.7 The Game. Phil Mo. Hey, hey, I was feeling that, man. I wanted y'all to continue that, that good old boy conversation. <laughs> I was definitely feeling that. I was feeling that, man. But, uh, Lo, shout out to you, Lo. When I used to work at KBLX at the station, you used to be in there in the morning hooking up your hot water and you were drinking zero calories and stuff. But it was a good look. I used to see. But uh, one thing, man, I'm so proud to be a Niner man. Mm. And, uh, I swear, I wish I had Ryan Clark number because I would be on his line. He tried to, he tried to make it sweet. He tried to make it sweet early. So I ain't his man, but I was not feeling that. Shelsky, the rapper, he was saying we was playing the Philadelphia, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Dallas, Detroit Lions. It felt like the whole world was against us yesterday, man. Wow. And then, Guru, tell me what you think it is. Tell me what you think it is, Go Guru. Ahead. Hey. First of all, shout out all the Aquarius. A lot of Aquarius is the you you know you're cool one day, you're cold the next day, you're hot the other day. I don't want a moody kicker, Guru. I want a level headed kicker. How about you? Wow, I, you feel I, me? No, I, I got you. Me on but he hasn't broken Guru, your heart you yet, Mike. I'm gonna give you a four, but he has yeah. not broke your heart. He missed the kick; it happens. But he also came back and made a kick. But there has not been that signature playoff moody miss. And I think they going out. They going right. heavy on them. But I hear you. You want what you want, Mike. Right. And, and then last point, man. I don't know if y'all, y'all probably everybody heard the press conferences, but Kyle Shanahan said, "I'm gonna say RNS. It's a word you, if y'all want to know, Google it." He said some real stuff. He said, "He said I looked at the team. I said we ain't finna go out like that." And I felt that to the core, man. And they did not go out like that. And Depot showed up. 50-50 and all. Oh, Thank y'all, man. Thank you, Evan. Have a good Appreciate day. Appreciate it, Phil Mo. And this kind of uh, look, we can talk about Kyle Shanahan too, because too much sauce on YouTube donated two dollars to ask I see it. Kyle Shanahan now the comeback king. It is interesting that the moment you get a quarterback that is kind of able to pull stuff out of a hat. Oh, I'm talking wow. rabbits. I'm talking uh, lizards. I'm talking reptiles. <laughs> like this guy's nice. pulling left and right. And Brock Purdy right now has two fourth quarter comebacks in his first two playoff games. This season, he's now got four wins on his ledger. Kyle Shanahan, by the way, the third time that he has come back after trailing by 14 or more points. He's 3-29 and in those situations. But with Brock Purdy, he's perfect. Wow. Yeah. And that's why, real quick, I keep tell me if you and Evan think I'm wrong here. Uh, a team of destiny doesn't mean you're the best team. It just feel like feels like what I've watched the Green Bay comeback yesterday, the IU catch, the flute to IU, whatever you want to call it. Dan Campbell doing whatever. I just dumb it math and Bosa spoke to Campbell and thought that he kind of tricked it out. Bosa was like, "Yeah, he he was he's he was tripping." My thing is, doesn't it feel like this team might be destiny is on their side? I do. Of course, it feels like that. The way that you come. 
comeback kids, your cardiac arrest kids, the way you bounce back these two games, two games that look like they were all but over. Absolutely, it seems like their team is destined. fumble. Here you go. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but then when you look at the up on the opposite side, and we can't talk about it yet because yeah. it's early. Yeah. But don't you think Kansas City is a team of destiny? Think about. I didn't even. I I wrote them off. I said this team will not get in the playoffs. I got my hand up. I did. Evan's and, the only one that. Did. And Mo and, and, and I were talking about this. Yeah. And about Kansas a month ago. City's. I was like, man, they just they just something's missing. Guys can't drop. They don't have enough weapons. Yeah. You know, Mahomes has to do too much. Kelsey's a chain mover, but he's not a game changer. And he looked old all of a sudden. Yes, he, he's still going to catch you ten, you know, eight to ten balls. And what he's able to do is keep the chains moving. Mm-hmm. But who's that guy that can stretch the field and make big time plays? They didn't have any, but now these other guys Rice showed they, up. They're showing up. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I understand 49ers look like a team of destiny. But so does Kansas City. Yeah. And that's going to be tested, too. Well, to it, get- it is interesting because what the whole year we discuss, and this is really where it's flipped for me and my thinking because we're hearing people talking about how they're comeback kids and, and this guy, Brock Purdy, has got the clutch oh, gene. Man. All year we talked about it, Logue. We talked about it, Goo, how the 49ers felt like front runners, And that word I heard come out of Fred Warner's mouth during that three-game losing streak. Are we we got to prove that we're not front runners. Throughout the season, they played well when they were ahead. They played well when things were on script. And for the first maybe two consecutive times that I could recall in the Kyle Shanahan era, when things have not gone their way, when they're getting beat up by Green Bay in the rain, when they're getting punished on the ground by Detroit in the first half, we saw them throw the script out, Brock Purdy improvisational, running up and down the field, throwing the ball, distributing. Everyone had a hand in yesterday's comeback win. That it's interesting to me, we've gone from looking at the 49ers as the front runners to now the team that almost, you feel more comfortable when they're playing from behind because for some reason, they're just they're, they're mixing everything. They got magic right now, and that's what it felt like yesterday because Detroit sure opened the door for them. They, they kept it open. Man. But the 49ers, again, we've used this analogy before, stuck their foot in the door and kicked it down, and that you do have to give them credit for. Yeah, you have to give them credit for that, and you just say, okay, what's what's next for this Niner team? You know, you're like, this was a huge win. You know, being down by 17, and yeah, Campbell, Gamble, you know, Campbell is known as the gambler, and he clocked it off. And but you know what? They still could have. They could have said the opportunity they had. They could have said, "I'm not going to take advantage of it." But you got to give the Niners credit because they took advantage of the opportunity. I tell people all the time, opportunity is not lost. It's never lost. It's just given to someone else. They had an opportunity to take it and they took it because Gambling Campbell said, "Look, I'm going to try to kick. Mm. I'm not going to kick this field goal to tie it up to be on the road." To be on the road to go up by three scores, to be on the road and go up by three scores, now you have the crowd completely out of it. Right. Instead, you said, no, I'm going to let get a, give, give the Niners a shorter feel. I'm not going to kick off the ball and make them think about it. Now they got to drive the distance. I'm going to give them a short feel. The crowd's in it, and now they're only going to down two scores. So when you did that, you just saw the crowd and the Niners oh, start their up. So, but they found a way to win this, and they found a way to keep playing. But they have some things, Guru. They got to get fixed. And that's what I've said. Go to the Bible. Because Campbell, I would tell you, in there it says, Evan, shout out Kendrick Lamar, be humble. (laughs) You were not humble yesterday. You had a chance to keep it at a 17 and elongate the game. But you wanted, I feel like being a former player, Dan Campbell, this is just what I get from him. He wanted the glory, too. He wanted to, oh, look at this coach when you you let your team down. Now, we're we're focused on the win. 
Low, Evan, you guys, again, I, if I had a dollar for every time I said you guys were at the game, talk to me, Low, about what is happening right in front of our eyes because I don't have the answers. Fell asleep on the rewatch last night. What has changed with this D-line and this defense to where it could get to 24-7? It could get to 14-0 the way that Detroit made it easy. This is not the Niner team or D that I recognize. And yet you won. I'm going low nil. You won. But what's happened with this D? Mm. I mean, I I quietly think, guys, that this is this is kind of who they've been. Like, like like the run defense has quietly been bad the entire year. I know they're top three in total yards, but that's because they've been kicking everyone's ass. Teams can't run the ball against them. You look at what teams generally get on the ground in terms of yards average, the analytics, all the rest. You can run on the Niners. And that's why Detroit scared me coming into this football game because they do it very well. That's something we'll certainly talk about ad nauseum throughout the rest of the weeks as we lead up to the Super Bowl with the Chiefs. But you're right. It's one of the reasons why Green Bay found success in the first half. It's one of the reasons why Detroit was averaging seven yards a pop in the first half. I don't know if the Lions went away from it, if they felt like it wasn't working, if the Niners shored things up on that front line. Flea flickers, Evan? But, but why? You, but you brought this up, Lo. It's like you got a lot of money on that defensive line, and for the first two games of the postseason, it looked Talk a little shaky. Us, it looked a little shaky. It, it, re- it really did. I look at this defensive front and you look at the guys that are there. You've seen Ormstead play pretty consistent at times. Big and play the, yesterday. Big play, right. the fumble, recovery. And you've seen Carvegraves play well and get after it, stop the run. We've seen Bosa play well and stop the run. I think you went out and said, hey, how do we get another pass rusher? Because when you think about Bosa, he was getting double teamed. They were sliding the line away. And everyone's saying, okay, we got to get Bosa some help because he still has an impact on the game because two and three guys have to pay attention to him. So someone else got to win their one-on-one matchup. Enter Chase. When you bring in Chase, a guy who was highly sought after, first-round pick, top picks in the draft, you bring him in, and how many sacks has he got? How many sacks has the guy gotten since he's been here? Two and a half and ten games. Ten games. games. That's not good enough. Here's the thing. I'm not, and I'm not trying to, and and here's the deal. He's got to look at himself in the mirror. Because I I hate talking about people's turkey, talking about people's chicken. But I know, I was, when I was in the league at 34 years old, 35, doesn't mean it. And if you put me out on defensive end for 10 weeks, I would willing, if you said, hey, Lorenzo, how confident, how confident and are you that if you were starting that you could get two and a half sacks in 10 games, I would bet my whole salary because they'll say, well, you couldn't. Well, I played defense. I was all American. I know how to, I know I played linebacker. I know I can play physical. I can play physical. I know how to do those things. I, I'm 240 pounds. Yeah. I, you know, you look at a guy in, in, with the Steelers, 92. You remember 92? Cam Hayward? 92 uh, back in the day. Oh. Uh, the, like five years ago, defensive end, 92. James you love the guy, James Harrison. Oh, look yeah, at James, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, e. Thanks, baby. Thanks, back here. Appreciate you. That one's on Luke. Appreciate yeah. you, man. You Thanks for the assist. James Harrison, same, same type of body. So, and I blocked it. So, it's when you get a guy and, t- and, and you only get two sacks. And you're That's playing for a future contract, a contract that I told Evan, oh, they're going to bring him back. He kind of is that, messing that up. That's a that's a problem. Mm. So and, and, and so now when you look at this team, you say, what's going on? They're not getting upfield. They're not being able to set a hard edge. So teams are saying, if we block down <gasps> and pull around 
a pull the guard, a pull the backside. We have lanes, and now the linebackers can get through because they're cutting the defense. Pull up it again this week. I know you guys will watch the game again. Go watch these while well, people are getting to the corner. They're starting downhill, and then they're bouncing. The defensive end commits in because they're trying to squeeze everything in. The safety's not flying up high, far, fast enough. They're backing up, and then they're coming, and now they're out in space, and the running backs are able to gash them. So they have to fix this defense. Gap control. When you're taught, when you see a, and when you see it crack down, you are taught to go into the guy and make sure that you try to widen the hole to make mm. him cut back into the into the teeth of the defense. They are not doing a great job of rallying. They're not doing a great job of tackling, and they're not doing a great job of playing and creating a new line of scrimmage. And teams are taking advantage of them. They're getting pushed off the ball. The linebackers are getting on the second level. You watch them. Fred Warner's not even on some of the tackles because the linemen, they're able to ace block. When you watch the center and the guard, it's called, you know, center and guard. They ace up to the Mike linebacker. The center and the guard, they go foot to foot, they double team the down lineman, and then they come off to the backer. And there's lanes. No, that indeed line has got to hold those guys called a grub. He holds the guard and the center. And now the linebacker can get downhill. But when you're getting a new line of scrimmage being created and he's not grubbing, oh, and for the linebackers to play downhill, instead they're getting pushed back. Now the linebacker is getting pushed back and he's got to run a hump. So you're taking this defense and you're displacing them. A lot of things wow. have to be fixed. Look Those are the dull set tones of Lorenzo Neal in for all four hours Ooh. here on a Victory Monday on Steiny and Guru. Daryl the Guru Johnson with us as always. Evan Giddings in for Matt Steinmetz still out nursing that hip. He's going to be back as soon as possible. Brand new hip, brand new Steiny. Get better, baby. And a brand new 49ers team as they're on their way back to the Super Bowl. Viva Las Vegas, Super Bowl 48 coming up, of course, in a couple weeks. We got you locked and loaded here on 95.7 The Game. I see you, Danker, Daniel, Don, and Tim. Load them up. 888-957-9570 is the number. We want to hear from you here as the 49ers come from down, from down 17 points to defeat the Detroit Lions and advance to the Super Bowl. All right, a reminder, you can catch all four hours of Steiny and Guru. Also rewind, I'm sure the beginning of the morning roast was absolutely electric this morning. I could hear Bonte Hill yeah. all the way from the Mission oh, District. <laughs> By the way, the Mission was absolutely popping last night. Shout out to my people up and down 24th Street. You can also watch us on YouTube and Twitch, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. It's a great day to be 49ers fan, and we want to hear from you at 888-957-9570. Steiny Guru back after this on 95.7 The Game. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.